It's a good show. Hi, this is Briga, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friends sing. Synchronicity, and now it's time for Radio Ball. Give us a shake. It's a Radio Ball show. And welcome back to Radio Eight Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host. Andras Jones here at Blue Light Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia, with our musical guest, Sarah Wheeler. Hi, thank you for having me. She is providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and inviting guests from her illustrious career, people she knows in the world of music and just the world of being a human being, to join us here on the in the realm of the pop oracle. And now we are joined by her next invitee, Mark Davis. Mark Davis, welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Uh, thanks for having me. Happy to do it. And how do you know Sarah Wheeler? How do I know Sarah Wheeler? Um, well, uh, I, I know Sarah Wheeler as a uh, fantastic, inspiring force of nature as a performer <laughs> and a even better human being and friend. And she's actually one of the one of the only, probably one of only two musicians I would actually go anywhere in the world with at any time. And I won't tell you who the other one is because that will sort of maybe divulge uh, uh, the, the name of, uh, in relation to my or- question for the Oracle. Okay. But, uh, uh, Sarah, I mean, Sarah and I have known each other for many years. Um, we sort of met through Sarah's girlfriend, Karen. Sort of. Um, I actually used to date uh, Sarah's girlfriend, <laughs> um, but I'd say we 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 met maybe formally through Karen, but sort of also through our friend Ida Nielsen, um, who has a great band called Great Aunt Ida, and uh, used to play in a band called Radiogram, and uh, Radiogram and my old band, Old Reliable, used to play together quite a bit, um, and whenever we came out to... Uh, Vancouver, we play this great place called um, the Sugar Refinery, uh, which was uh, Ida's venue. Um, and one one time we were out there and we played the venue, and then I think the next night we were looking for something to do, and uh, turned out Ida had a band that was playing at her at her own venue. Uh, I'm not sure if you're allowed to say the c word on the uh, on the podcast. But oh yeah, case. yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, as much as we're uh, allowed to say they, anything. They had a band called Cunt, and uh, I believe... Whoa! Dude! <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, Sarah was playing drums. Yes. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, and then after the uh, show, um, I was speaking with Karen, and uh, I was introduced to Sarah for the first time, and... Um, Subsequently, I was trying to figure this out actually the other day, how many shows we may have played 
together, but I I、mm-hmm. think it must be in excess of 30 to 40 shows、mm-hmm. uh, that we've played together,、um, whether、uh, with me as a solo act or, or、uh, with my old band, Old Reliable, or、um, we've, we've done several tours. We did a re- tour recently with Rodney the Crew.、Um, I think we played to. 112 people over seven shows. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually played a. a Those are the kind of shows、form. where you really get to know your fellow musicians. <laughs> <Yeah> . We played a former residential school, which was,、uh, uh, was a heck of a, an experience. That was creepy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was something else.、Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got me all, now you got me all curious about your question. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of conversation about it. Because、uh, you're being so cagey about it. What is your question for the Pop Oracle? Well, my question is、uh, you know, for the bulk of my musical career, I've played、uh, accompanied by a drummer named Mike Silverman, whom Sarah affectionately dubbed the Jungle Cat many years ago. Now, Mike. The Jungle Cat Silverman is busy touring the world with、um, Casey and Clayton and the Deep Dark Woods and Shyla Jansen. And、uh, I'm wondering how will I ever lure the Jungle Cat back to my side?、Mm-hmm. Back to my clouder. Apparently, that's the, the, the name for a group of cats. A clouder of cats? A clouder of cats, apparently. Wow.、Yeah. Did not know that. I guess cats don't generally move in packs when, you know, <laughs> they think of them as pretty isolated things,、uh, creatures. Anyway, so, so the question is how can you entice the jungle cat back?、Mm-hmm. That's right. I need me some jungle cat. And the cat. Oh, no. And now, to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf. We're going to spin the wheel of aid. Na, 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 na. Wheel of aid. Song number seven Perfect Game.、Mm. Not the game, it's how you play it. It's not the words, it's how you say it. We all make mistakes sometimes. Are you man enough to own your crimes? Throw the ball, 
once or twice in history you get a day just like a dream but this game's not a hit and run And that was Perfect Game, the answer to Mark's question, how can he entice the jungle cat back? And the jungle cat's name is, what's his name again? Mike. Mike what? Mike Silverman. And when you say back, do you mean back to Vancouver or back to Edmonton? Well, he still resides in Edmonton, but he's uh, pretty much full-time traveling with various acts. uh, I'm I'm quite jealous of. It was a a real blow when he, he told me that he would no longer be able to make himself available to me as a priority. And that was the first time in, oh, gosh, 15 years or something. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That's, so, uh, this, this, is, uh, this resonates with uh, the things we've been discussing earlier in the show. So that's, that's, uh, that's kind of neat. So tell us a little bit about the background of that song. I have, some, I have a really weird take on it, but we'll get to mine last. So it's kind of um got some different threads it's it's kind of about um if you if you have somebody who, if if you have somebody who you love but uh in your life but they 
are not giving back that love in a way that, in the way that you need them to. Um, uh, it's just about the, the pain of that. And um, when I was writing this song, uh, there was, there was, uh, well, it's, it's kind of, a, uh, there was, there was, there was a, perf- a perfect game was pitched in baseball. I can't remember what the parameters of the perfect game are in baseball. Perfect game means not only do you not give up a hit, but you also don't give up a walk. Right. And you pitch the whole game. And it's very, very rare. It's very rare. Although someone pitched one into the sixth inning tonight. What? I just, I just checked on. Tonight? Yeah, tonight. And I have some, that's where we're going to go with this. But oh, yes. okay. So. Crazy town. Yes. So when I was writing this, I think it was the last time. So this is this song is a few years old. And um, Was it Felix Hernandez, the Mariners pitcher? You know what? I could really gain some serious baseball cred here, but I'm going to fall down entirely. Okay. I, I don't remember. I remember it being significant at the time. But Someone pitched a, a perfect game. Somebody did. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And so this, this, um, it, it's using that kind of perfect game metaphor to say to basically it's the the narrator in the song is speaking to the person who's not you know giving back in the way that is needed and saying just like just just give me something to go on here like some you know something that I can run with but if 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 you can't then there's no way for this relationship to move forward it's well, interesting because the metaphor, because the perfect game is very rare, is incredibly rare. Mm. So you're asking, so you're saying, all I want is this incredibly rare thing in order to, so that we can go forward. Is that, am I right? Is it, are you, is that the so dynamic? The, I don't, it's quite a personal song. So yeah. I don't want to divulge who the person was. Oh, you don't have to do that. But it was a very, very, um, influential person in my life got it that you'd normally expect to uh not not to have to ask for this kind of a thing got Um, it so okay so so it's not so much that you experienced this rare perfect game and 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 you can move forward uh with the comfort that you experienced that it's more like you still long for that yeah, so it's interesting that you've asked this question, Mark, because, you know, it's, it's, I know Mike is a person who's really close to your heart, and um, he, he's close to everyone's heart who he meets. He's this lovely, sweet man, and he is, you know, irreplaceable. He's a, he's such an intuitive person and drummer, and he's, he's an amazing drummer because he's an amazing person. And it's hard. You you just you can't replace you can't replace that. And the person that the song is about same same kind of situation. So, did you have any idea, Mark, in terms of what that uh, is sort of a strategy that the song might be offering you as far as how to entice the jungle cat back? <laughs> no, no. I mean, fortunately, we're still uh, best of friends, and he's he's the the godfather to my son jack and i am uh, godfather to his two daughters um and when he is home we do um see each other a fair amount um but he he's he's just not here um 
often. Um, so short of um, maybe money. Um, you got and, you're both uh, godfathers, so make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> Take the gun, leave the cannoli. Um, should I? Should I? Should my next album perhaps uh, achieve the success of, of of the acts that he is now currently touring with, and then perhaps um, that w- would uh, entice him back? Um, I'm very happy for him, though, that he has uh, finally sort of uh, uh, attained his dream of um, you know performing full time and getting appropriate remuneration for it. Well, uh, let me I'll, I'll just take this into the realm of baseball because there is a baseball synchronicity here in that tonight while we're doing this in I believe in Houston, the Houston Astros faced the Oakland Athletics and a pitcher named Lance McCullers pitched a uh, perfect game into the 6th inning. And I've developed a, a, a method of, I mean, it's not really divination exactly, it's a kind of divination, using the baseball diamond and baseball plays, you can overlay the, the Kabbalistic uh, tree of life onto the baseball diamond and then use the sephirot in the Kabbalistic tree of life that uh, are associated with the different positions as a, some kind of a divination tool in a certain way, like you can interpret... Uh, every play based upon those relationships in the Kabbalistic tree. And so what I find interesting in this is that the double, that the perfect game was broken up by a, a player named Mark Kanha, Kanha, and he's, uh, he wears the number 20 on his back and he plays right field, which would in the Kabbalistic tree associate with... Um, Chesed, which is mercy. And so something about, it's an odd, it, there's a nice uh, paradox there of if you're going to, you break up a, per, if you break up a perfect game, but you are resonating with mercy, there's something about, uh, for me, this relates to that feeling of jealousy that we have for the people that we love and want good things for which is sounds like Mm. your story. And I I think most people or artists have had that experience where something really good happens for someone, but the, but it means that the person is not, is not going to be as available to you as they once were. And so on, and somehow that breaks up the perfect game of what was there, but you have to, if you're their friend, you have to have, you have to approach it from a place of mercy, not only to them, for you know, and wishing them well, but mercy to yourself for having the jealous feelings that are natural to have when that happens, when you lose a closeness because of someone else's success. Um, Knowing Mark Davis very well, I would also. I would, and his name is Mar- the guy who same same name same name crazy same Mark. Yeah. Um, no, knowing Mark Davis very well, I would I would hazard a guess that he is not feeling any jealousy. He's he's a very open, big-hearted man, and I think he just is missing his buddy and would like well, to yeah, be playing some tunes it. with them. But uh, <laughs> and the other, I just want to say other things. And Kanha is like Kanha, like Ken laugh, like Ooh. so. Wow. I think maybe that's that. Might, if you were going to look for a strategy, 
to entice him back. It would be the inside jokes and the long, like the long, like the the laughs that he can only share with you will are be will be what would bring him back. Absolutely, and maybe what you're saying is that you know he's he's not he's only gone in person. But his heart, his heart, I mean, he's all Edmontonians are, you can take the person out of Edmonton, but you can't take the Edmonton out of the person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, his, 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 I'm sure his heart is still with Mark. Well, you, oh, look I, at you I, finding I the it. silver lining, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I certainly hope he does, and um, I'd like to. I, I hope I get to hear some of your music. I'll make sure that uh, to track it down and attach it to this podcast, so people who are listening can hear the music that you make. Mark Thank Davis you. is a Polaris Prize long lister, and also with his own solo project. And he uh, also plays in a project called Concealer, which is like a alt heavy fo- wave. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy wave. Heavy wave, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's yeah. Uh, I'm like I'd say it's heavily influenced by '80s new wave, but equally, uh, say Motorhead. <laughs> so it's sort of overdriven bass uh, with uh, you know heavily affected bass and keyboards and uh, drum machines. So it's it's a it's a duo, which is very sort of new wave too. Um, yeah, sort of psychedelic uh, gothic dance. The Motorhead Twins. He's one of Motorhead my... Motorhead meets uh, Psychedelic first. Got yeah. it. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite songwriters, Canadian songwriters, Mark Davis. Uh, I don't know why more people don't know of him. He's incredibly... Well, now they do. ...talented. Yeah. More people do today than did yesterday because they're listening to it on this show. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.